Welcome to the creative side of things. Where we empower and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs to tap into their inner creative. From standing out in saturated markets. To debunking and challenging the status quo. We'll learn firsthand from actual small business owners how they've applied creativity, imagination, and common sense to grow their businesses. I'm Javier, chief creator and founder of High Ground Creative. And I'm Megan, founder and CEO of Chicken Co. Clothing. I'm Gen X and her dad. I'm Gen Z and his favorite daughter. Oh, that's debatable. Well, it's not up for debate. Together, Together we, we are, are creative thinkers, design experts, branding gurus, imagination igniters, and coffee addicts. Keep listening and we'll prove it to you. Hey, you might learn something. Imagine that. Ready? Let's, Let's get, get creative. creative. We're back. We are Hi, back. everyone. <laughs> Hello, old right brainers. Hi, right brainers. I am your co host, Megan. And Hi, this Megan. Is... Hi. I won't say your name because mom gets mad. Hi, dad. Hi. Mom gets mad when I say your first name. Yeah, she's like, it is weird when you call me. So my name is I was Javier. just trying to be proper, but okay. I'll just call you dad. You're never proper. Pops. <laughs> since, you're now, <laughs> since you're now a senior citizen, <laughs> according to the car wash. Yeah, somebody in the car was just saying a second ago before we started recording that somebody literally asked me if I was uh, a senior because they have discounts. Um, so I'm not going to, I'm just going to leverage that. I mean, why not? You get 10%. I'll take 10%. They do that at Chick-fil-A too. Hey. So sure. my name is Javier. Welcome back to the creative <laughs> side of things where we empower and inspire um, business owners and people yes. to tap into their inner creative because right. everyone is creative. Everyone is creative. Um, you want to tell them about the season? <clears throat> yeah. You know, I'm going to keep doing this every episode because, you know, we want people to watch all of them. They're very valuable. And, um, but our, our, uh, premise for this season is acres of diamonds. You can see we added that there. So what does that mean? People always like us are wanting to conquer the world. Let's expand our territory. Ah, great that's fine but there's so many uh, gems and diamonds in your backyard don't yeah. forget the people in your backyard so we want to uh, highlight our backyard in delaware um, but also we use that as a model where you can actually do that in your space even if you're not here from delaware or anywhere else because there's so many acres of diamonds and gems in there people that are creating impact in their space in their community within uh, all kinds of spheres uh, of, uh, of influence, their business owners, their um, civic uh, appointments or anything. So we have this person today, uh, you, which you already know if you're watching or listening because you saw the little. Yes. Um, she fits that. Um, and, and it's a unique thing because, and it shouldn't be, and it will not be, but we'll explain why yeah. it, it caught my attention. Every time I... we like reference the acres of diamonds it makes me think of snow white and like the hi-ho song <laughs> and that always comes to my head i'm surprised we haven't used it as like an audio we need to do that um in the next reel <laughs> that's like the best ride also at disney world <laughs> exactly you know that song even if you don't watch movies hi-ho i'd have to hear it because she's not a movie watcher mm -hmm. calling you out I'm not. I'm not. It's okay. Hi-ho. I, I, I shouldn't have got you on a tangent, though. Okay, I wanted to share. We always like to kind of pick a quote um, that either relates to the guest or just the topic. So today's quote is, the best way to predict the future is to create it. Mm. And that was said by Peter Drucker. Cool last name. The best way to create your future or the future is? To create. If we're predict. Yeah, the predict. best way to predict the future is to create it. Yes. Exactly. Love that. 
Do not fall into society's norms. Do not be conformed by what people are telling you. You have a dream. You have a goal. You have a destiny. Go get it. And planning too much can be, like, negative. So if you're planning for a certain outcome in five years, whatever, what if that is, like, you don't know. So instead of um, predicting what's going to happen, you make it happen. Yes. No, and and actually, fitting enough, our guest fits that mold. Yes, she is. So today's guest, I'm so honored to have on. She's a good <laughs> friend of mine. Drum roll. We need a drum roll. One yeah, time. we got to get a drum roll. Um, her name is Sophie Martinez, and she is a local entrepreneur here in Delaware. Um, her business is based out of Milford, but everyone knows about her business. Um, so in 2017, she started becoming uh, like officially an entrepreneur, and in 2019, she graduated the Delaware Learning Institute of Cosmetology. And in the same year, I don't know how she did it, mm. in the literal same year she graduated, <laughs> she started a a salon storefront. Like, right. in the same year. Brick and I, mortar. Yeah, yes. brick and mortar. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it's, like, insane. And they do a lot of things outside of hair, so I'm really excited for her to chat all about it. Like, it goes way beyond hair. So on top of that, there it is, it's amazing anybody that starts a business, but it, this person, when... How old was How old Sophie? were you in 2019? <laughs> I was 20. Okay, so 20-year-old yeah. who basically, there's a lot, when I was 20, I just wanted to be a Major League Baseball player. I was not thinking about starting a business. And you oh. tried. I wanted to be second <laughs> base for the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. It did not happen. <laughs> That's okay. You still played baseball. So officially, without further ado, right. say hello to Sophie. Sophie, yay. Hello, hello. Welcome. With our live studio audience. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Wow, the crowd Thank just you. wanted a second ovation. Yeah, so. oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Thank you. I want to start off by saying hi. Thank you guys so much for this opportunity. I am so grateful. Like I was telling you guys before, I've never done anything like this. So this is kind of big for me. Very cool. Yeah. We're honored to be your first Aww, podcast. That's yeah. so cool. Thank then. you. Ding, 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 ding. So excited. So, yeah. so if you could kind of share, if someone doesn't know anything about mm-hmm. you, just a little bit about Sophie and, and the, you know, what I didn't say your business name yeah. yet because I want you to Wonderful. Say it. Okay. So my name is Sophie. I'm the owner of Peachy Keen Salon and Beauty Bungalow. Um, and we really focus on creating a luxurious experience while creating a super judgment-free, authentic, and really creative um, space, not only for the guests who get services done there, but for the stylists who work there, um, and really as a whole, we focus on like breaking away from that toxic salon, the stereotypical toxic salon culture, and right. really making a space that's not like any other around here. And we definitely uh, hear that a lot from people who even just visit, get services done, staff, employees. So that's that's a little bit about the business. Um, but that's yeah. awesome. Could you share about when, in 2017, like, what you were doing and, like, yeah. when you started? So this is this is my favorite thing to talk about, um, especially when it comes to my career. Uh, it's not, my favorite thing isn't where I am today. It's all about the journey and where I started and everything it took to get to this point. So, yeah, in 2017, I have a little timeline here. Yes, I, I love it. It's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah, um, I was 18, so I just graduated high school, and as a kid, I always loved, like, everything beauty. I remember asking my mom, like, when can I put makeup on? Or I was always that that girl at sleepovers who was like, let me give you a makeover. Or um, 
I was also a beauty pageant kid. So this is kind of where this all sort of stems okay. from. Were you the friend that knew how to braid? Yes. <sighs> I wish yeah. I could be that person. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, so that was me. Um, but yeah, when I graduated high school, I kind of conformed and I fit that mold and I graduated with my CNA and then I immediately started nursing school and okay. went to a community college, very local to here, just, you know, kind of following that path that's kind of laid out for you. And mm -hmm. six years ago, what made you successful was getting a college degree and, you know, going that path that your parents might not have gone down. And in the back of my mind, I always wanted to do something beauty related, but it just wasn't, I don't know, no, uh, what is the word, uh, nourished or supported okay. in that way. It wasn't like safe. Or modeled, right? Or, yeah, yeah, right. So, um, you know, eventually I started to get the idea that maybe I could just do it on the side. So I kind of went all out while I was in nursing school and I, I made myself an Instagram. I made business cards. I went around to local businesses and just put up little flyers like, Hey, I'm offering hair and makeup, doing like prom, homecoming, little weddings here and there. Um, and kind of like immediately after that, I had like a full circle moment to where my senior portrait photographer asked me to be her designated makeup artist. So, uh -huh. and this was a really big deal at the time because she was, she was popping. Yep. Like, and this was a big thing back in the day, like getting your senior portraits done by this girl, you know, Samantha, shout out to you. That's how <laughs> it's oh, all connected. Yeah, it's all connected. Nice. Yeah. So she did my senior portraits. And then when she asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, she wants me to do like that was such a big thing like yeah. wait, wait. collaborating with your first wedding you shot was samantha's yeah <laughs> yeah and i found sophie way later so Amazing. it's cool I'm yeah. so it was super exciting and then like kind of working with samantha i feel like that even kind of like blossomed my career i guess like you know because i was just doing it on the side but and while juggling school but that really exposed me to like more clientele and more right. people and started getting me out there and then while I was just doing hair and makeup people would always say to me or ask me hey do you offer lash extensions and I was like I don't know what that is <laughs> this was what? this was six years ago I'm like you're telling me you put no no that that's not a thing so I swear like after like 10 people either said you should do it or do you offer it I was like okay let me give in what is this let me refer to Google University yep <laughs> <laughs> what are lash extensions and I was like, I think I can teach myself how to do these. So I maxed out my only credit card that I had to buy my kit. And that kind of brings us into the next year, uh, 2018. So I was still kind of, it was the beginning of the year, and I was really just kind of like flunking school. Uh, they told me I lost my seed scholarship, and they were uh, like, if you, uh, <laughs> you want to continue school, then you need to pay. And I was like, well, I don't like school, so I'm not going to pay for this. <laughs> and, yeah. So I begged and pleaded and cried to my mom to let me do lashes out of her house. <laughs> okay. And she was like, what? Do what now? I was like, please, please, please. That sounds like our kind of crying. Can I drop out of yeah. Del Tech, please? Please. Like, oh, I hate it here. This is the worst. Let me prove it. Yeah, let me prove it. I, I like, came to her. I, like, had this whole plan. I was like, so I'm going to get a bed. And, like, I already started doing people in my room and practicing on my friends. And, look, I have this Instagram. And she was like, fine. Nice. So, shout out to mom. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to her. She she saw the, the dream. Um, so yeah, I ended up dropping out of college and I was like, I want to be a professional at what I'm doing. Like, I don't just want to work for my mom's house. So what can I do to kind of 
you know, get this started and be better than what I am now. So I looked into cosmetology schools around my area, and I found the one that Megan said. So um, I started there in the fall. So um, I had the spring and summer to kind of, like, work and save up for school because it was going to be pretty pricey, and I was going to have to pay for it on my own. And I eventually got so busy with doing lash extensions, and I built up a full clientele that I it was able to quit my serving job I had at the time and just solely relying mm. on oh, full-time. full-time lashes. Yeah. So there's a lesson there. Yeah. You're not just jumping blindly into something. You already have, you know, proof of concept. Mm-hmm. It's like there's interest, there's revenue, there's income, mm-hmm. so you can justify it. I love how you say you you had a plan because when you came to me, he's like, okay, here's my here's my case. Yeah. Here's my <laughs> we, we have the same story. <laughs> a, you know, I love this. I love this. Story. Very yeah. detailed people. All right, keep going. Go. So, yeah, <laughs> at that age, I was 19. So then um, I had started cosmetology school in the fall and kind of like was working through that. And then um, that kind of brings us to 2019. And I was 20 years old. And whenever you're in cosmetology school, they kind of start prepping you like, where are you going to work? Have you thought about salons in the area? Do you want to be by the beach? Do you want to be in a, a luxurious salon? Do you want to be in a hometown salon? And they were asking all these questions and I kind of almost had an advantage to my peers to where I was already my own boss. I was already managing my finances, my inventory, booking, social media. Like I had all the things already. So in my 20 year old mind, I was like, that's silly. Why would I work anywhere? I can do it myself. (laughs) I can do it myself. So, you know, I think that definitely helped me being so like young, naive. I was like ambitious to like, really make a name for myself in that way and I was like you know problem solved I'm gonna open my own salon I don't want to work at any of these other places so uh that kind of like led me into this full like deep dive into researching because like you know you can like take risks but I also think you should do like the work and research to make it happen Mm. yes there it is yeah there's a huge lesson there very wise because people like willy-nilly will be like just take the leap okay Yes, yes, but also let's not go into bankruptcy. Yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's a there's like I feel it balances. It's called cal- it's a calculated risk. You still yeah. take a risk. There is you can lose something, but you're not just going to blindly jump mm-hmm. off the cliff. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to jump off the cliff. If I look down there, I'm like, oh, it's a little soft down there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you with um, you taking that risk, it was probably really helpful. Knowing you had that. Um, that clientele already mm-hmm. so you're yeah. like well the money's i already have the money waiting so yeah. i just need a space and what's kind of crazy about the clientele that i built at this time a lot of them still see me to this day like That's they awesome. have become loyal clients and we'll like talk about like oh my god remember you worked at your mom's house i'm like crazy <laughs> that is awesome. yeah now you're yeah. at like your literal salon yeah. so with that process did you know you wanted to be in milford or did it just kind of no. happen so it was kind of a hard process so after i had done a lot of the like back-end research, like color lines, budget, what I wanted it to look like. I really didn't have an idea where I wanted to be. Because I was so young, I started applying for commercial spaces, and they would immediately look at my age and turn me down. No credit history, no income. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. very short credit history. I maybe had one maxed out credit card, and they were like, girl, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) So I had just come to this point where I was turned down by so many commercial spaces. I was so discouraged. I was like, I don't know if this is even going to be able to happen. Like, I don't want to work for my mom's house anymore. I, you know, because it is sort of this thing where I wanted to be professional and then I'm having people come into my mom's house and, 
then you also have the aspect of like your work and your home are in the same space and you just kind of want two separate things. Right. And that's kind of where I was and just feeling so defeated and discouraged. I, um, so Samantha's studio used to be in Milford. Mm-hmm. So I was driving to Milford one day on like this sort of a back road because it ended up being where the salon is now. So I was driving by this place and it looks much different than it, it did look much different than it does now. And there was this huge, big, blue, four-leaf sign out by the road. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to pull in here and walk inside and just kind of see what it's about. So I walk in, and it's kind of like a shared space. So you share the front door, so the other side. And, I mean, I didn't know if they owned the building. I didn't know what the other business was. But I just, like, walked in, and I was like, hey, what's that sign out there? Hey, you need a neighbor. (laughs) I was like, you need a neighbor? I'm like, hey, I'm 20 years old. I want to open a salon. I have, you know, my my tax documents here. I have all my credit. Like, I have all this stuff here. Like, I just need a space. And they ran my credit, and they were like, can you afford this? And I was like, yep, I'll make it happen. And they were like, all right, you're in. Oh, that's so awesome. It was meant to be. So but. it, it kind of found me in a way, like, in a point mm-hmm. where I was so defeated, and I just... It but just, I'm going to give you credit. Yeah. You stopped. You walked in. Mm-hmm. By yourself. You, you know, those, I'm sure there were voices. Eh, you know, it's going to be another one. And so, you know, we get these voices telling us what we can't. And sometimes they're not even our voices. Mm-hmm. And but, I, by the way, don't have conversations with those voices. If no. you to, <laughs> at least listen to it's them. Just your so gut. there's that moment you stopped. I'm going to give you credit because age, regardless of your age, that took courage. Why not? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and look, if we didn't, imagine where you would be because right. you didn't. And I even had people in my life at that time telling me, like, it wasn't a good idea. Like, I wasn't going to be successful. It wasn't going to be what Uh, I thought it was. And I just was like, no, like, I I believe in what my dream and I think I can make it happen. As an outsider watching your story, I think the biggest thing that has really, like, pushed you forward is even though you are a planner, you do things so fast in a good way. Like, I can't believe how quick she can I know what flip I a whole salon. Like, they just expanded mm-hmm. insanely, and it was done within months. Like, mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're working so many hours to, like, she's, like, painting walls at, like, 2 a.m. And, like, <laughs> and then having lash appointments yeah. at 10 in the morning the next so day. So that, like. was, that was kind of my experience while I was in school. So I was in school Monday through Friday, 9 to 4. I would wake up, do a client at 7, leave my house by 8, be to school by 9, Leave school at 4, come home, do a client at 5.30 and 7, go to bed, wake up and do it again. Yeah, that's crazy. That was that was my routine. But so, yeah, once I found this place, um, and I want to give a huge shout-out to my landlords. They have – they're really what uh, – when it means that it takes a village, they have helped me a lot throughout this journey. And so when I found them, they were like, hey – we will build out the space for you because it was compl- it was like an old chiropractor's office. It was super outdated. It had the wood paneling, and they were like, "What do you want for this space?" And nice. I was like, "You're gonna pay for it?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, yeah." That's so amazing. I want this, 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 this. That's so nice. <laughs> so you know, I definitely didn't do it all by myself, and I, I credit a lot to them for. Yeah, you know, wood paneling is really not your aesthetic. I mean, <laughs> it depends. It was outdated. It was yeah. outdated. Right? Yeah. You know, for the time. Well, I want to slow this down because I love I love this. This is so inspirational in so many ways, um, being the old guy in the room or old person. <laughs> um, drive. You know, you can't teach that. You know that. Ambition. You can't teach it. What's the fire? Mm-hmm. Right. So speak about that. I know um, uh, I, I, I've learned in my life that I can learn from wisdom from people regardless of how old they are because there's things that you're going through and i've heard somebody say your heart in my heart 
are are hard. So I'm not here to to measure our heart, our, our journeys. You have a heart. I, I want to know what was the spark. What actually? Because there, I can see it. I can feel that passion and that and that. Where does that come from? So why why I am the way I am? <laughs> no, and that's a, in, that, in a good way. Yes, for sure. So I think it has a lot to do with my childhood. Um, my mom uh, had me when she was 17. So uh, we definitely grew up together, I would say, and I watched her struggle, and I watched her. She never stopped. So I am very much my mother's daughter. She, if anyone knows her, she works so hard. Mm -hmm. And then I look at how my mom works, and we work very similarly, even though we have two different fields. Like, I just kind of emulated her drive Mm -hmm. because she said she had this little baby. She didn't know what to do, and she was like, I have to be better for her. Wow. So That's inspirational. That's amazing. That's so sweet. What's your mom's name? Rita. Rita. That's and you're cool like name. very close. Yeah, and, super close. And yeah. you talk about village. She's her her saying, "Yeah, come on, use the house." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a big deal. She, yeah. could, you know, I I would say I I think just from knowing you this little amount of time, I would bet on you that if she would have said no, you still would have found a way. I would have found. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have been like, "Okay, I'll use someone else's house." <laughs> you, you, in other words, you still would have made it happen. I would have bought a shed and put it in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and and if, if you weren't, you know. And and, I'm not, and now, I, I'm not surprised you stop because people like you, and that's a compliment. Stop. Mm-hmm. I have you have the, you have to listen to that voice, that drive, and mm-hmm. you know, so. so um, I'll tell you my biggest fear in life because I think it kind of relates to this. Okay. It's being stagnant. Okay. I never want to be the same or remain the same. Mm. And like you hear people who have had the same job for like 40 years. Right. I I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be still. Well, well so let, let's call. I knew that we we're going to have this really nice conversation about this, but this is a little tangent that's relevant to the, to this. And I'm going to ask you this too, Megan, both of you. Um, so I'm 53, almost 53. So Gen X, right? Gen Zs and love the drive and ambition. Uh, there's a, f- there's a lot of Gen Zs that give Gen Zs a bad name, but I'm a lot of the Gen <laughs> Zs I know have the drive um, but there's a, there's a spark that always drives you. So my point here is you have, um, you know, so, okay. So there, there's, there's two, two, two points here is community. You got, I, uh, you, you surround yourself with people that align with your yes. mindset, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I, I want to give you kudos cause you do this instinctively. Like for me, I have to make those, I, okay, let me do that. And I'm, you know, you, it's, 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 it's automatic for you. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us um, when you. It feels to me that even though you're looking back at it in the middle of it, there's just no other way. You're you're. It's gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? It's already I've materialized in your mind. Yeah. I know there's no question here. I'm just thinking from out loud. You just figure it out. Yeah. Like every day, you're gonna make it happen no matter what. Okay. Yeah. It's so like I think it's like a little bit of delusion is really positive. <laughs> Just being like, yeah. well, I'll figure it out if it doesn't. Like, right. you just kind of are like, And you said naive earlier, and happen? it's actually not a bad thing, even for folks that are don't know any better. It's okay to, even if you know better, pretend you don't know any better. Yeah. And I say that to myself because there's, you know, there's risks I take, obviously. Um, but it, especially in your 20s, you have opportunities because you have a lot to lose, but you don't have established, like, homes and all this thing. So... This is the time to take those bigger risks, mm-hmm. you know, to, you know, and, and I love that you both do that. You know, you still have a you lean towards people like me or to your mom and your community, mm-hmm. but nobody's going to stop you. Uh, and that's really cool. Yeah. And when I met Sophie, she I was like, 
you have a lot of like entrepreneur friends because like join join our right. like, cult. No. <laughs> your collective. So now she's part of our little yeah. gang, and I it's so that. important like to have mm-hmm. like business owner friends. If you are a business owner, yeah. I think yeah. it helps. I yeah. agree. So before, like, whenever me and Megan reconnected, I was like, I have no friends that are business owners, and it was kind of refreshing to talk about businessy things because. My friends don't understand that. They don't know why I work so much or why I'm like, you know, can't be free to do all kinds of things or just the ins and outs of talking about different things and social media and like, yeah. It's refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and I I think what I want our audience to draw from this and probably you already have, you've been listening. It's just the mindset. It's not a specific, oh, they did this and this is the formula. The formula is you got to stick with it. If you have that dream, if you have that spark, have confidence in it be flexible it feels like like you're not rigid and you're rigid in your direction Mm -hmm. but you're seems like you're flexible to making adjustments as you go along. you're open to new things that's like your whole like personality like you just kind of see what the universe has Mm -hmm. for you and you're like all right let's try it let's take this this and i feel um speaking of community what how scary was it to start having staff and did you have to as so soon as you opened? No, here. So I talk about it here. Let okay. Me, let's. So we got let's a go back boss to the lady here. Let's get back on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on schedule. All right. <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah. So I was still in school, found the place, and then, you know, they're building out the spot. And then we officially had our grand opening on August 3rd. Um, and then I didn't graduate school till October. So 2019, August yes. 3rd. Okay. Yep, and then I graduated a few months later, and then from October to January, I was working by myself in the salon because I was I didn't know how to hire people. Mm. I didn't know what how to do payroll. I didn't know what pay structure should look like. I didn't know, like, you know, contract rules, regulations, right. like, all the things. So I kind of found the space, and then I was like, all right, let me figure out how to hire people. So I was, I was able to kind of pay for it and pay for all the bills by myself, which I think was a huge, like, component in that oh, because – sure. I didn't need other people to make the business happen. Like, I just kind of did it myself. And then I was like, all right, I'll figure out, you know, people later. And I didn't really have an idea of how many people I wanted to hire. I just was kind of kind of take it how it came. Okay. Um, so then in January, I felt ready enough to hire people. I had figured out a payroll system, a pay system, all the things. So I hired my cosmetology school bestie. No interview. I was like, hey, you're coming to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. In the meantime, you still have a servicing clients. Yeah. In the middle of that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So hired her. That was in January of 2020. And then I was 21 at the time. Um, and me and her had worked for a few months together. And by March, I had hired four people total. Okay. And that's March of 2020. 20. Okay. So then we closed for two months during okay. that time period. And I know it was so, super scary for a lot of like brick and mortar businesses. Mm-hmm. And here's where like my landlords come back into play. I went to her office. I was like, hey. We have to close for two months. Can I not pay my rent? And she was like, sweetie, that's fine. She's like, wow. go home. Shout out Amazing. to the yeah. landlords. Yes. Yeah. You Shout need more just them. good people like that. Yeah. 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 I wish the world was Imagine fun. how many businesses would thrive or like come to be with more connections like that. Right. Just yeah. someone to give you a chance. But I always say a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So if I didn't ask and I was just, that's true. I was just paying. Bam. That's so true. <laughs> I would have been terrified to ask that, if, so if shout out to you. If you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, you've always said that. Or, no, your thing with, you've always taught me the worst thing you can, like, answer you can get is no. Is so, right. like, why yeah. not answer, or why not ask? And another thing, people can't read your mind. So, there's a lot of people, without going too much on a tangent, that, oh, nobody reached out to me. I was struggling. Like, did anybody know? 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to Did broadcast it on social media, yeah. but at least make some phone calls. Call your people. Yeah. Call your inner circle. Yeah. So good for you for asking. Yeah. So and she's super sweet. And like I said, I love them so much. So they definitely helped us out with that. So then once it was time to come back, um, it was full force. Like salons were busy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Tell the everyone that we're thing, not essential because we were. No, the yeah, first thing I did, yeah. it was book a nail appointment. Yeah. I was like, thank <laughs> God. I hate, oh, my God. I, I was, COVID, was. COVID made me feel like, this is, no. I needed all the beauty things immediately. So, <laughs> so, it, yeah, it was it was pretty full force. And by the end of 2020, we had a total of nine employees. We were busting at the seams. Bam. Now, when did That's you amazing. decide, like, oh, wait, we need hair? Because you were doing lashes. So, yes. like, the four, the first four staff, mm-hmm. were they all lash? Or they like- were. It's kind of a mix. So, like, you with your cosmetology license, you can kind of do a little bit of everything. So, some of the girls were doing hair. Some of the girls were doing just lashes. And some were doing kind of both. So it was just kind of, you know, filling the spaces and gaps as needed. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got to nine people, I quickly realized the space we had was not big enough. Okay. Like, at all. So, Let in, me, uh, I'm going to yeah. interrupt you. Okay. So, I know the answers to this, but I'm going to ask for our audience. Um, I, I know a little bit of the, you know, the fashion world. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as you wear that so, shirt. Right, right. So, um, you have... Um, there's what's how's your business model? You have people that are independent contractors that you bring in, and they kind of, uh, or you people are on set on staff uh, as far as on payroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So your? we have all they're all W two employees, Great. so they're all on payroll, and okay. um, so yeah, they they get a commission based off the services that they do. Do you feel like okay. you stand out in that way? Like I feel like uh, not a lot of salons do it. Like that. I think the the biggest reason we stand out is not how they get paid; it's how they get treated. Okay, Sophie. What a, what a concept. Yeah, because I see right? a lot it's of hairstylists hop around because of the so toxic So that, that happens a lot in your industry? Yes. Like, that's horrible. Not at our salon. No, no I've no. never. <laughs> I love the environment. Even when it was a baby business, it's mm-hmm. just a cozy. Um, Chicken Co. did a pop-up. It, we don't have to talk about how it went, We're not talking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> we attempted to do a pop-up and, like, no one showed. But at least we tried and we had so much fun. And I think and that and was we all shopped each time. Other. Yeah, it was. Pop-ups, like, weren't a thing. No. So we like, and also, I don't know, we tried our best. We, it was just like, I don't even know what year that was, like 2018 maybe. So you, guys yeah. are, you guys are known each other that long, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I like But uh, thanks for letting us yeah, when I was a baby business. That's so cool. That's so cool. No, no, it's what you're, you know, the, the principles you guys are practicing are normal to you, but they're not out there, but they're, you know, people can take those regardless of their age and apply those because... You know, you have to, uh, there's a word um, for my generation called stick to itiveness. It's basically yeah. sticking to something and, 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 and just staying, you know, forward. And I love when you mentioned motion and, you know, it's not being stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the moment, I, I always say this, the moment that you stop moving and um, you start dying. And, and that's not just in physically, it's just emotionally. That's literally what Trevor's grandfather, that's why he's so active right he always tells he goes once i stop moving i start dying i'm not like right. he's so and he's active. always i yeah. never see him behind yeah he stopped. loves working with his hands and like chat he always has a, someone over to talk to him like he's just a very social person and i learned from that too because it's easy when you're young to become a hermit because you're like oh like right. you know i don't know if that makes sense but like i tend to want to just be 
by myself sometimes, but sometimes it's really healthy to force yourself out, to go hang out with friends. No, for sure. And I think I would say instead of stopping, then slowing down, there's a difference. Exactly. Yeah. If you just like stop. We're going to get back. We're going to get back on. We're going to hit it. (laughs) We're getting there. So yeah, once I realized that we are just like, there's, there's no space. Like we're all on top of each other. We were super crowded and I had remembered back to when, you know, two years or prior year so 2021 so two years prior when I was like looking at the lease they had offered this warehouse space that was attached to our space okay it wasn't like you couldn't like see it from our space it was all built out and closed off but you know it kind of planted like that little seed like there is more space here in this exact Mm. spot like I can access it so I just really started again just how I would like when I was going to open the salon research I was like okay what do we need what 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 is not working for us now? What is like a must have in this new space? And just thinking about all the like logistics of it. And then, um, well, I'm kind of skipping around. So in 2021, I kind of, I maintained those nine employees for that full year. So like that retention stayed there. And like I said, it was really not what they're being paid. It's how they're being treated. So in the salon, like I mentioned before, we do like a, a, judgment-free environment, you know, you come in, we're not going to judge you for using box dye or, you know, stylist. Everybody's treated fairly. It's not that toxic salon culture that is more stereotypical. Like, it's kind of, you know, we were the different space where you could come and really just be yourself. You could wear what you want. We don't have the all-black dress code. We want you to use your creativity. Okay. okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And that, um, so within your space, that, that, that happens a lot. So, you have happy team members, happy employees. They're going to be creative. The creative space happens when they're free and open mm-hmm. and light instead of oppressed. And I think there's this, you know, a stereotype to going to the salon or or stylist or whatever. A lot of like and like men don't realize like it's like a therapeutic mm-hmm. space. And when okay. your stylist, your stylist is your therapist and they listen and they chat with you and you can vent about things you'd never tell anyone to your stylist. Okay. And so when they're happy and like there for you, it makes such a difference as like a client. So the vibe in there, when they walk in, you feel that. Oh yeah. And that's yeah. Really good. yeah. I mean, I just go to the barber shop and <laughs> I like a number two on the side. <laughs> but I'm sure you like, have you ever connected with a barber? I, I have. I yeah. Have, it's I important. Have. It's not as long because it doesn't take it's that. It's like 10 minutes. <laughs> We're like, hours yeah hours in there so you're forced to kind of like connect with your stylist plus if they're face to face when you're putting the lashes and i mean that's so if he does my lashes and it's like uh, a 90 minute her on my head Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we get to know each other and i make sure i have gum in gum i was gonna say (laughs) yeah i taught you well (laughs) yeah continue okay so yeah so by the time we get to the end of that year i had proposed the expansion idea to my landlords um and that was in December of 2021, so, and now, two years later, the expansion is fully complete, so it took two years from idea to reality mm-hmm. for it to come into fruition, so 2022 was a huge, like, growing era, especially in my personal life, and I really think, like, my business has always been a rep- representation of my personal self and, like, my mm-hmm. my journey of self-discovery and what I want to put out in the world, and that's why I, I like talked about like the creativity and the openness of the space because that's how I am as a person I'm an open person you need to vent to me talk to me like this is a judgment-free zone awesome yeah um so yeah in 2024 they agreed to the expansion and then this you know again referring and shouting out to them we took we saw like what it was going to need and found a budget and what it was going to cost and they offered to split the cost of the build out 
again. Very we'll nice. split it. So yeah. Very because nice. at the end of the, like them being so open to that, they're <coughs> benefiting too. Right. Which is so smart right. of them. And because you're friends with them, of course. And but they were like, you know, we hate to make you pay for this whole thing if you know, you're not going to own this building. We own it, you know? So I was like, wow. Yeah, you're increasing the value, yeah. but n not every um, landlord does that. No. So um, Super great. What was the scariest part about the expansion? Was it getting the loan or like, I think or maybe the biggest struggle you had? Change. 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 It was, it was been the hardest thing that we've, that I've been through, through this whole process, because the salon and how it used to be and how it used to run and even the people that used to be there and different morals and values in my journey of self-discovery and who I am as a person has changed. And like I said, I want to reflect that in my business. Right. And who I was two years ago is no longer, I'm no longer that person. It grows with you and it, you know, it changes with you. Yeah, for the better. definitely. No, that's huge. Um, so yeah, and then from March to August, I spent securing a bank loan. So 2022 was a lot of back-end things, just like getting mm. loans, new lease, uh, working with the architect, drawing out this space. That's awesome. And even then, I feel like compared to now, I didn't have a grasp of what it was going to be like. Because, I mean, you know, Sometimes now, you figure it out as you yeah. go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. You've rebranded without changing your name. Like, right. you've added. It, I was going to ask you later, but. Well, yeah, about where the name came the from. The name, but. yeah. Oh, yeah. We can get into <laughs> yeah. that. I always forget. Um, so, yeah. And then I got married and bought my first home in 2022. So, it was a lot. Not so much of, like, physical changes happening, but a lot of behind the scenes mm -hmm lawn stuff and then my personal life I was just you know major things happening um and then the landlords were clearing out and gutting that warehouse space and then that brings us to 2023 um from January to March it was just waiting on city approval city permits like oh my gosh yeah, it's I'm glad painful. I'll never have to deal with it's that painful <laughs> I'm gonna stay online it's painful. <laughs> it, was, it was awful because like even like just like I said behind the scenes and like technical things and you're just so eager you want to see yep. the new space and you're just like oh right. so once we got the uh building permits uh construction finally began nice so that was in march of this year um and we kind of did the uh construction in okay. two parts so the warehouse part started first so that's the part that we weren't using so it was kind of nice that we could still work in our section without having to like close down yeah at that's all. Nice. so they did the back fully did that and then we set up like we took everything from the front Put it in the back, worked there, like makeshift. We had, you had like a tarp wall. <laughs> it was like, it was so fun to What's see that, a person. a higher ceiling over in, in the back? It's like super the, the high ceiling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then they worked on the front half. And then eventually we've got the, the whole space back without ever having to That's shut great. down. So that's where awesome. Where we are now. And then now we're going to uh, prep for the grand opening. And I'll be there. Be there. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a, um, could you chat about like your idea with that? Yeah. And how you, because it really shows how, um, we didn't touch on it yet, but, like, how you started having small businesses in the salon before you yeah. expanded. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I it, uh, back to community and, mm -hmm. you know, supporting other small businesses and especially women-owned small businesses. So, my kind of, my idea for the party was to have vendors show up and just, like, um, how we've been doing a lot, like, with pop-ups this year and vendor shows, I kind of wanted that same feel to it to really draw a crowd there, but also supporting my community so I asked all my small business besties if they could come in, set up a little table, promote the event, uh, free of charge to them. I'm not, you know, this isn't like a money thing. Like I really just wanted people to come out and experience the space and see the, you know, vendors. Very and smart. And what days? Um, I think it'll be passed um, probably when small we release this. Saturday. <laughs> yeah, but that's mm -hmm. perfect. I mm -hmm. just love that you did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, and, and community is a big Part of it, uh, I, I have here in the notes uh, as far as connections. It feels like 
it, that's very important to you, those relationships. It is. I agree. Um, because really, without your community, who are you serving? Mm-hmm. You know, it's very important to have that that bond or show your community that you're supportive and you want others to thrive with you. Um, right. Community over competition. Yes. 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 All sure. the way. Um, do you want to, do you have a story of where the name came from? The name, okay, I I can't believe I didn't talk about this. So (laughs) when I was working from my mom's house, um, I had my, my Instagram page and it was real poppin' and my kind of aesthetic on the page was very peach pink tones. My little like area that I had set up was like super peachy pink tones and I was like, I guess um, I can call it Peachy Salon. And then my cosmetology school bestie, she was like, no, no, no. She was like, Peachy Keen. And I was like, yes. Like, that that yeah, rings. That's yeah. cute. That's Peachy Keen Salon. And that's just really the story and how it came about. Yeah. That's awesome. And then when did you add the bungalow part to it? So we used to be Beauty Bar. Um, and then we changed it to Beauty Bungalow because I felt like Beauty Bar wasn't really representing who we were so much because – you come in and it's not super like a sleek and and I won't say clean, but like I'll, beauty bar was just giving cold to me, and I mm-hmm. felt like when you come in, it's truly a bungalow. There's plants, there's crazy kooky little funky decorations everywhere, and you're just like immersed in this little little bungalow. So. Yeah, and a bungalow seems like more of a relaxed environment. Yeah, than a bar, yeah, it was like right? spa like. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, could you, <laughs> sorry to ask you so many things, but could you touch on when you decided to start bringing in? okay, we can sell items too. Yeah. So, because you are now working with businesses, including, like, beauty things and, and clothes and all that. Yeah. So, um, I'm wearing... She's wearing what they sell. Okay, yeah. So, it really started at a point in my career where I almost... Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's very dry in here. We actually... Do you want a water? No, um, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Um. I did mute mine because it would have been oh, okay. a lot louder. <laughs> okay. And by the way, this is proofs. We don't take this stuff out. No, we don't. Oh, man. <laughs> we we're just we're going to leave my cough in. I was really afraid I was going to like be stuttering. <laughs> no, no, you're <laughs> we, fine. We you're do fine. all the time. It's okay. Um, yeah, sorry. We, so. we turned off the heater. Somebody left the heater off all night. It was really cold this morning, so we hit the button and cranked it, and now it's like really dry in here. Yeah. So. Continue. Oh. Sorry. So the boutique. <laughs> um, this came at a point in my career where I guess I was feeling a little stagnant, and I felt like I didn't know what direction the salon was kind of going in, in a, in a way, so to speak. Like, although probably from the outside, it looks flourishing, it looks successful. You know, behind the scenes, there's so many struggles that happen. Yeah, keep going. Okay, fine. <laughs> All good. Um, and I just, like, got this wild hair, and I was like, I need to take a solo trip, and I need to figure out what my purpose is. Do Am I going to be a salon owner for however long? How long am I going to be a salon owner? Mm-hmm. Is this what I even want anymore? Right. You, like, you know, when struggles start to present themselves, you really question why you're doing what you're doing. And I guess I was kind of looking for a why and something to kind of ignite creativity Ooh. and something fun. And yes. So I, I, I go on this solo trip, and I've never done that before, and I'm just kind of walking around uh, downtown San Diego, and I see this crystal shop, and I see, like, a pair of, like, real funky little overalls hanging there, and I'm like, I love these. So I, I purchased them, and naturally, as a woman, if you like it, you get it in every color. Absolutely. You, you look <laughs> at the tag, and you're like, you look at where the is tag, this and you're like, where I don't know personally this? about that, but my pocketbook does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you have like a favorite pair of fancy shoes that you like, like those sneakers. I do. And they then have you get colors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. yeah. That's fair. So I looked 
tag and I was like where can I find these and I I remember I'd bought them for like a certain price and I'd found them online for like way more than what I had bought them for so I was like okay you know what I have I have a business license and you know what that gets and you, you know wholesale. what that means you can get wholesale <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. so it's like and, and truly it was just a thing for me because I was like I want these personally like I never really thought about selling them um but then when I found them wholesale I get on their website and there's just so many mm, styles and I nice. like get like googly eyed and I'm like oh man this is awesome like and Truly, around our area, there's nowhere that sells no. stuff like this. Okay. So I kind of found that little gap in the market, and I was like, I could really bring this to the salon and kind of use that to flourish this little idea that I have. Yeah. And, you um, already have an audience. You already have a market. Yeah. So, so I wish, uh, yeah, more salons should do that. It's so fun to have, like, it a is. shopping option while you're getting, mm-hmm. like, all beautified. Yeah. Um, I love, like, because you already feel so, you know, fancy after mm-hmm. you're done. And then you're like, well, what's another outfit? Let me get an outfit, too, while I'm there. So yeah. that's awesome. That's um, so cool. So let me ask you about your your aesthetic. A very um, bohemian kind of um, really cool vibe. I mean, we're similar to, to you in some cases, like your stuff. You, 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 we're, you, like, there's a very similar but different. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because it's very you, right? And mm-hmm. tell, tell us, I mean, we're... You're, you're an old soul, by the way, and that's Thank that's you. another compliment too. There's what wisdom there mm-hmm. that um, is not acquired. You just you have it, you have it. But tell me about your aesthetic. I mean, I mean, I feel like it just it happened upon me. Like I said, I found these overalls, and I, I and that's kind of really. I mean, I feel like I was a little more boho bohemian before that, and I also think that my style stems from my mentality. I would say I'm very spiritual, and right. the way I dress kind of represents that. Like with all crystals and very all the free different spirit tools. right very free spirited sort of a sense and light it feels yeah. you know it feels that mm-hmm. from to me and um, and that's you know with the business i try to like i said it's a self-reflection of who i am so if you walk into my business you know who i am mm. yeah and when you started that aesthetic was totally different mm-hmm. so you've definitely like it, it evolves with you yeah evolved right. your branding but Absolutely. in a very like um, organic way without just being like surprise new whole thing <laughs> like it's kind of like yeah. everyone's um, changed with you right. All right so I have a question for both of you <clears throat> from the old guy um, <laughs> self-awareness uh, is something that is very uh, unique um, many people don't have that mm-hmm. um, there's people like me that in my later years have become grotesquely self-aware and it's good and bad because I know I can oh this I need to change that I love how you both, uh, and I'm going to do a blanket kind of, a lot of individuals in your generation have that by default. They're very keenly, pun intended, <laughs> uh, aware of, of their, their feelings, sometimes to a fault, but that's okay. I'd rather be that way than somebody that's closed off and fake, right? Mm-hmm. Tell, you know, um, my, my question to both of you, and you're now going to be on the other side of this, is... The are you aware of your self awareness? I yes, absolutely, hundred okay. percent. And I think we're in a group of women who call us out when we need to be called out as well. Okay, like so they hold up a mirror, and that's really important. But you respect and love those people, absolutely. so when you receive it, it's not a criticism. No, never, Mm-mm. no. And I think that it's definitely gotten better over the years of being able to take criticism and right. change for the better. And step back, and if I'm feeling my emotions really hard, I'll take, like, a whole day to, to respond to an email or, like, a decision I want to make. And emotions are good to put in there, but sometimes they can cloud you. Oh, for sure. So I'll, I think that's one way I've 
grown is um, taking my time when it comes to like self-reflecting and taking big leaps or decisions, like really like step back. Yeah, I heard that. somewhere there's a, t- uh, a 24 hour rule. If you, if you feel about something very strongly, like that emotional, take 24 hours before you make a decision to kind of okay. process that. It's helpful. And, for take sure. every yes. and how yeah. about, how about you? Um, you know, you have a responsibility and I know you feel the weight of the mortgage, I mean the, the lease and, and the inventory and the pay, you know, everybody's paychecks and, that's a lot of Absolutely. levels to that. Um, um, how do you tend to you take care of you because you have the weight of a lot of things? Or do Simple. I don't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> figuring that out. Stay busy. Currently figuring that one out. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's that's been my biggest struggle also mm-hmm. throughout this expansion is I have had to give so much of myself to the business and to the mm-hmm. people and hiring and letting go of certain people who no longer fit the mold of what I want for my business. Okay. And going through all these tough challenges and just having to fully, like, if I want to build this business up, I just fully poured myself in there and then I forgot about me. Okay. So even I'm, Megan has seen this this year. Like I've had a lot of like, I've been sick. I hurt my ankle somehow. You I, had the neck thing. I had, yeah, I had a pinched nerve. So okay. it's all kind of manifested in my body and I'm currently figuring that out. You know, it took for, you know, universe to kick me on my butt and be like, girl, you need to like take care of yourself. Because right. if I am not taking care of myself, then how can I show up for my employees Ooh, or yeah. even my husband, for you know, example, like we're freshly married and I feel like I barely see him because I'm always at work. Yeah, I was going to so say, I feel like those trips with him are mm-hmm. your way of taking care of yourself. Yeah. You like, can't give what you don't have. So you have to fill yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. And I see you, you do that, especially recently. I mean, not I have uh, done it a lot. recently. Where you kind of back away and yeah. you take a deep breath. And, you know, and I used to criticize this, not, d- not directly. I, mean, I know you didn't feel that, but. You talk ab- about your business as a, as a, as a, as a not necessarily, it's not a negative as a job, but it's more, I'm taking a break from this today and stepping away so you can recharge. So mm-hmm. I respect that. I respect that about you. And thank you for being honest because, um, you know, those listening and watching is important. You know, this, this stuff, this stuff takes a toll on us Yeah. and there's a lot of responsibilities and, um, there, it's okay to be, it's not you're not being selfish if you're being self-centric. Meaning, and I've learned that, I wish I would have known this in my 20s and in my 30s, but recently it's like, I need to invest in me mm-hmm. so my heart is full and, I ha- and I'm fully, you know, so then I have more to give. I think for me, it's hard to not make myself feel guilty. Like if I have a never ending to-do list and I'm like, I'm just not going to look at that today and I'm going to be home mm. and I'm going to relax. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, why are you laying down? Why are you resting? Why are you, why right. are you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's always a struggle, but it's always you're conscious of it, right? They're trying to get it. Um, can I ask you one more before we go into the yeah. one questions? Um, this is the last deep one. <laughs> uh, what is your? I, I got to do this because this is our the, the basis of our of our show is Gen Z, Gen X, you know, father daughter business mm-hmm. owners. Um, what's your What's your take on the perception out there that generation Gen Z are lazy? Um, I, I don't believe that. We've already talked about this. Um, it, um, you've broke, you broken the mold, but I'm seeing that pattern with more people. But any insight or any type of uh, just comments in general about just the general feeling in the, uh, from society about your generation? Being lazy? Yeah. It's hard. I don't think that anyone's ever asked me that. Um, I definitely think that me and Megan are 
like you said, trailblazers, like Mm -hmm. we're kind of like one of a kind, like not many people have that mindset and that drive. And I think that's probably what a lot of people our age lack and their priorities are kind of skewed or maybe it's normal priorities for people in their 20s who just want to party, who just want to like, you know, skip me. (laughs) Yeah, which just skipped us. It didn't appeal to us. And this isn't like uh, entrepreneurship based like even you can have our drive and not own a business yeah you can be in, in like a career driven or something yeah yeah you know and i don't believe that i'm just saying that's what society has painted unfortunately you know like my generation is the lost generation like people talk about, about baby boomers millennials and gen, gen x just gets ignored we're just like we're the <laughs> yeah. <lot. laughs> yeah that's true um i've said before with that mm-hmm. question is um I think our generation's more self-aware of how important time to yourself and mm. is, so that yeah. comes across lazy, but okay. we're actually just more present. Right. Like, right. we're yeah. we're trying to stop the hustle culture. Yeah. So and, then that can come across. Just break generational trauma. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So that can come across looking lazy when really we're just being humans. Mm-hmm. Like Some people are stagnant longer I than w- others. <laughs> like, I would rather spend time with Trevor than, like, go work. Like, yeah. so, but that's not lazy. That's just prioritizing that's family, well, no, you know? That's a very good point. Yeah. That's a very good point. I have the fun question. Okay, fun <laughs> question. We're done with the deep stuff. Um, so if you could pick one hairstyle or beauty trend to make a comeback, what would it be? Come back, let's see. I don't know. I can Buzz think. cuts. <laughs> well, what's, what's already? Oh, no. Immediately now. <laughs> yeah. No. Immediately now. Um, that's tough. I know, like, from what's already coming back, like, mullets and shags and razor cuts, I love this. I love shags. I'm so happy that those are back. Okay. Absolutely. So, a lot of 70s stuff is coming back. A lot of 70s, yeah. yeah. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. But, like, we're modernizing Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, just taking the Because the OG mullets (laughs) are There's a good mullet and a bad mullet. Okay. Okay. That's fair. (laughs) And then, um... Okay, so if PG King's Salon was a fruit that wasn't a peach, what would you pick? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) fruit that wasn't a peach. Like a watermelon. That's okay. just cute. That's what comes to mind. Why? She's like bright and cute. Okay. Yeah, she is cute. Watermelon's so cute. <laughs> you could brand a watermelon for sure. External on the outside, soft and gushy. <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to ask, which fictional character's hair uh, would you love to style and why? Which fictional character? I don't. Not a wash movie. Mm. Isn't? Or, or I could be a celebrity. A, f- a celebrity or. How about we ask her about the, the coffee one? Well, I was, no, she's answering. <laughs> Anyone? If I could, if Anyone. I could do that. Yeah, if you could style them. Oh, you style them. Okay, good question. I like that. Treasure Paytas. Oh Unpopular opinion. I love her. No, I who? love. Her. She's a YouTuber. <laughs> He's at who? She's Just to like be people. in a room with her. She is like, such a vibe. Yeah, I don't know. Bella, She's do you know who that person is? Can you imagine is? her being groovy? Like, right. oh, oh yeah. she would rock. Yeah, that. I would style her. You yeah. know she would love that. Yeah. She would dress up. So totally. Bella knew who she yeah, was, Of too. course she does. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not against it. I'm just... just. You just didn't know who it was. That's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I feel like out of place here with everything. <laughs> <laughs> do you have, um, to conclude our episode, do you have a message to young entrepreneurs out there? I think that if you have a dream um, that you want to make into reality, mm. don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it and that, you know, it's it, it's not impossible. You know, it's, you know, from my story, you can see I've had lots of dreams and they've come to fruition, but it just takes a lot of hard work to yes. get there. Listen, Pete, listen to her. <laughs> a lot of wisdom there. Or watch. 
I can. You were absolutely amazing. I feel yeah. so inspired. Can you believe we've already gone an hour? I just want to go and like. I was so nervy. I just want to go achieve <laughs> my dreams now. <laughs> so nervy. Thank you so that. much for being on. I'm, I'm going to use nervy for now. Nervy. Nervy. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. I love that. I've never. I like that. Nervy. I'm a little nervy. Um, thank awesome. you so much for being on. We um, loved having you. And you everyone, guys. go check out. Um, Sophie and Peachy King, could you plug yourself? So Peachy King Salon, um, anywhere you can find it, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, and then Sophie Eileen on all the, all the same platforms. Instagram, and you can TikTok. shop her outfit, even if you're not in Delaware. That's nice, true. Nice. We and we'll put the links when we do the, the post yeah. on there. Well, you know, uh, I, I, before we go, um, thank you. Thank you. I am very, <laughs> I, I, uh, this Can old, you style him? I, I, <laughs> some Put him in some, extensions. some overalls. See her tinsel? You should do the oh, tinsel. tinsel. I don't like, I don't, how do you connect That's a this? trend I'm glad is yeah, around. I tinsel love the tinsel. hair is the best. Well, you've inspired me today, Oh, Sophie. thank you, guys. I keep, appreciate keep being setting, here. Keep setting uh, uh, the pace. Uh, I always tell you that. Keep setting a pace. I, told, I tell everybody that Megan learned everything she knows from me, but... <laughs> I am now learning from her. So you've taught me some Thank things you. today and just reinforced some others. So hopefully somebody took this from 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 the audience. I, I look at here a lot because this is the wide shot. So I tell the people, like, you know, listen to Sophie. Sophie uh, uh, knows what she's doing. So thank you. <laughs> well, right, wrap it up. Yes, I got you. Um, that Right Brainers wraps up another gem of an episode here on the Creative Side of Things podcast. We had an amazing guest today yes. and we are just loving this season and everything it entails. Um, now, if you are a watcher or a listener, if you want to see our smiling faces, yes. you can watch us on YouTube or our Instagram. <laughs> we're really trying to like, we're going all into the Instagram, um, for the yes. next year. So you can see all our like l fun clips or funny clips on right, Instagram as right, well. Right. But if you're always on the go, like myself or Sophie, we have your back. You can tune in and let your creativity flow. Mm -hmm. Um, we're on Spotify, Amazon music, Apple music, and Google podcast. Google, yes, correct. Yeah. All the big ones. Yeah, and Apple Podcasts. That's Apple. what I use. Right, right. And I use Spotify a lot. That's like my go-to. That was really impressive. Right. I like that. Thank you so thank much. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but, you know, thank you, Ridebrainers. Continue. That's what we call our community, Ridebrainers. Um, and uh, we appreciate your love. Continue. Tell people about us. Share, like, subscribe. Hit those buttons. Hit the thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, hit all the buttons all of the buttons like, unless there's a thumbs <laughs> all down all the just positive ignore, buttons ignore the thumbs down um, but always remember that the world needs your creativity so go create something go create something <laughs> <laughs>